Welcome to Near Week Audio, a collection of podcasts and Twitter spaces produced and curated by Near Week, the number one news and community platform for the Near Protocol and the Aurora ecosystem. At nearweek.com slash podcasts, you can find every interesting audio piece from the community in one place. We curate content on topics such as DeFi, NFTs, gaming, DAOs, community hangouts, and more. Basically, we got you covered near fam. And without further ado, let's dig in. Hi, friends. How are we doing? Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for asking. Good. Good, good. <laughs> hello, hello. Well, welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Rim, for this month's uh, DeFi space with Near Week. This time we're talking about infrastructure that's supporting DeFi on Near. We have a lot of exciting integrations that have recently just happened, a lot of launches that are upcoming. So this is going to be a great time to have all of these guests together and talk about it. We have uh, three fiat on-ramp providers that we'll be talking to, Swap Pizza, um, Transec, and on-rampper. We also have three new wallets that are joining the Cameron explosion of wallets on Near. We have Leak Wallet. We also have a Here Wallet and Meteor that will be joining us. And we also have Connect, which is a global remittance payment service. So it's going to be a very interesting space to tune into. And this will give you a lot of insight into especially how the off-chain and on-chain will be mediated by these platforms through Near, and also what's happening with the wallet infrastructure also on Near, which is going to enable DeFi fundamentally. So while we wait for all of the speakers to join, why don't we start with a GM, GN, whatever time zone you're in, and say hi, you know, introduce yourself, what you do, and maybe if you can give a one-line description of your project, that would be great. So Swap Beta or Connect or Leap, whoever wants to go first, please go ahead. Uh, Swap Beta, I'll go first since i right next to you, Rem. Hi, my name is Kunbi. I'm the CEO of Swap Beta. I'm located in the United States of America, and we provide the largest... Um, number of off-ramp uh, countries uh, for folks who have stable coins, including US and uh, sell US dollar, USDT, and USDC. Awesome. Welcome, Kumbi. Anyone who wants to go next? I can go next. I, I'm, I'm Ali Walsh. I'm from Connect. So Connect has been launched by Tippet Global, which I'm the co-founder and the CEO so we're uh, international remittances for, for the unbanked, basically. So we uh, disrupted the Western Union model by making it cheaper and easier for unbanked migrants to be able to send cash home. Uh, we now have 1.4 million cash in points in 28 countries in emerging markets and uh, across Africa and LATAM. And what we're doing with Connect is we're, we're tokenizing the settlements to make it faster and uh, cheaper to, to send money across the country. And uh, one of our first partners we've signed up is uh, Swap Pizza. So uh, Kunbi is um, my new best friend. Thanks, Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll go next. I'm Kaushik, and I'm the near ecosystem leader at Leap Wallet. I'm currently based out of Hyderabad, India. Uh, for me to leap, uh, our goal is to be the one-stop gateway for all things near. Right? We are building a wallet as well as a dashboard, which is a portfolio management tool. And 
users for users can use it for anything related to defi nfts on ramp of ramp everything in one place right that's all bold right now yeah excited to work with all of you and build this thing hey um my name is etienne and uh, i'm exploring partnerships at transac um which is a developer integration helping application to provide basically a fiat on and off ramp to their users um so thanks for the invite and uh, happy to join this call hi uh, my name is peter i am ceo of here wallet we build a mobile wallet for new protocol focus on super sample uh, experience for users you can send money by phone number you can create account one click you can get uh, make your ship inside wallet and uh, it's always available from your phone uh, we our goal is to make near and cryptocurrency in general uh, more available to uh, usual users uh, more sample to attach new users and the update and uh, yeah thank you so um hey guys um i'm edward from meteor wallet and also um like we started as near thinker union so at meteor wallet we want to bring a better wallet experience to near and thanks for having me awesome uh, I'm Rick Thomas. I'm head of business development here at OnRamper. Um, we are actually an aggregator of fiat on-ramps. So we've aggregated about 10 of the world's leading uh, on-ramps to basically allow anyone uh, to use this selection through a widget or uh, API. Um, so yeah, thanks for having me as well. All right, awesome. Now that we've all been acquainted, let's get started. And I think in terms of the order, because we have some projects that all fall under one category or another, let's move from category to category. So I think it'd be great if we can start with the Fiat OmRAM crew, we'll then go on to Connect and then go on to all of the wallets um, on the space. So for Bitsa, OnRamper, and Transec, let's get started. And I want to start with a question defining and introducing the concept of fiat on-ramps um, for the audience. Anyone who feels comfortable, could you maybe step up and tell us what is a fiat on-ramp high level? Give us a definition. Um, sure, I can start. Um... So basically, Fiat on Ramp is uh, enabling like a much faster onboarding for the end user into the Web3 ecosystem um, because you can basically exchange uh, Fiat currencies for crypto assets um, and do that within minutes um, where, where uh, wherever you are. Like uh, you can be in Europe or US, uh, there will still be a solution for you. Is there anything from the business side or from the on-ramper side that you want to add to this definition? Yeah, what, what we like to say is we actually try to bridge Web 2 and Web 3. So users that are still very much used to, to using local payment methods, credit cards, etc., cetera, uh, use on-ramps to very easily uh, transfer their fiat money to uh, any cryptocurrency or back. So that's, that's my addition here. Right. So in general, it sounds like you are providing a gateway from fiat to cryptocurrency, providing that, uh, removing that barrier initially people have when they're first starting on chain, their on chain journey and getting a wallet and getting it funded. Um, 
I think that kind of directly answers my second question, but let's get into it. The question that I want to ask is, what problem does fiat on-ramp solve for crypto? And specifically because we're in the DeFi space, what will it enable for DeFi? I'd love to get as many angles as possible. So whoever feels comfortable, maybe Kumbi, we can start with you because uh, you're, you didn't answer the last one. Um, okay. When yeah. you're crypto savvy, like you, you must uh, already have crypto and wallets or centralized exchange, but when uh, you want to start and you or buy your NFT or play a play to earn game, you need to go through an exchange and make the KYC, send some fiat, uh, then create a wallet, make a transaction. There is like different swaps and transactions you need to make before actually playing the game. And actually fiat on ramps are uh, helping reduce like all this blockchain complexity into like one transaction from fiat to crypto on a wallet uh, to be able to use that and, and benefit from the um, ecosystem. Back what Etienne has just said, um, think of it as a bridge. You know, uh, we uh, we need to have bridges between one world and the other world. We live in the Web3 uh, DeFi DGen world, but there's a much larger world out there, which is a fiat world. And an on-ramp, and just as is a synonym, is a bridge. So people have to find gateways into accessing all of these numerous features that they want to participate in, whether that's investment in yield products, whether it's just acquiring a fungible or stable asset, or basically just even trying to find a way uh, into exploring the metaverses that are out there. So an on-ramp is just that bridge to enable people to take the journey from the real larger fiat world into the DeFi world that we're all trying to create. Right, because if we give a little bit of color, I mean, specifically to Nier, because that's what that's where we are right now. Um, even when you want to start the your first near wallet, you run into the problem of having to fund the wallet initially. And if you don't have near to begin with, if you don't have another near wallet to fund it with, you kind of have to go through these hurdles of maybe buying near with your Binance account, sending near to your new near wallet through Binance. But if you have a on-ramp solution like Bitsa or Transnet or on-ramper, what you can simply do is, like you were saying, use your credit card or use your local bank and then buy near and then set up your wallet initially without having to go through these hurdles. So it seems like the main problem that you're all addressing is the onboarding issue from, especially to users who are coming onto this chain for the first time. Exactly. And just to add there, it's also without the actual need to leave the protocol, dApp, app, whatever. So it, it can all be done instantaneously on, on what, whatever platform you're engaging with. Absolutely. Right. So let's get into some of the me mechanisms or the details of how the fiat on ramps actually work. And I'd love to get it from the perspectives of your own project. So from your point of view, how does a fiat on ramp work using your product and what are some of your main focuses and advantages that maybe sets you apart from your from other um, players within the scene? All right, I guess I'll go first on that one. Uh, we have the ability to, you know, to connect you with our debit and credit card opportunity. Uh, certain transaction limits, of course, apply because of our relationship with MasterCard and Visa, but essentially we're using plastic uh, as a way for people to on-ramp. 
one of the things that I'm super excited about beyond what we currently have is our partnership with Connect and Ollie here. And he's he mentioned earlier he has well over a hundred thousand pay in points, where we feel that the, the, the opportunity is greater if people have uh, cash or who are bankless, who do want to get and participate in DeFi. Being able to utilize the sort of like platform that Connect has built, I think is going to make our on-ramping experience even that much more greater than just giving plastic, which only represents about 20% of emerging markets uh, usage. You know, 80% of emerging market participants do not have access to debit cards or credit cards. They utilize cash. So we're missing a large population if we can't get them cash onboarding. So with Connect, we have that opportunity to do that. Oh, that's awesome. So you're saying currently with Swap Visa, let's say I'm new to near or I'm new to near DeFi and I want to immediately start using the, these exchanges or whatever that's offered in near. I can maybe through Bitsa, if it's integrated, use my credit card or debit card to buy near or some other coins to use on the near DeFi platforms. Or you're saying also with in, in the integration with Connect, you could cater this to the unbanked, the people who don't have credit cards or debit cards. That is correct, yes. Okay, awesome. Maybe for Transec or OnRamper, how does Fiat OnRamping work for you guys? And what are some of your main advantages or focuses? From, at Hero Wallet right now, uh, we use NearPay near as partnership to create uh, uh, USD to crypto transaction. Uh, right now, I think that uh, average balance in our wallet is about $30, and it's a big problem for users because... Now there are a lot of restrictions in during the process of payment. Uh, the minimal payment is fifty dollars. The commission is five five dollars, and uh, right now only ten users who started this breach uh, can complete it. So I think it's really big problem for the mass adoption right now in the wallet because people want to buy something for uh, twenty or thirty dollars and uh, make something the first transactions and just to try it. And we say to them, if you don't want to pay super high commission, buy one hundred or five hundred right now. Uh, what we actually do to fix it, uh, right now we have partnership with a company who can provide transactions in some country with no KYC under $1,000 and with Apple Pay also. In uh, iOS 16, it will be available inside the, applic inside, the app inside the website. So we will open the widget and people will be able to pay Apple Pay inside. It's a super simple experience and commission is about 3%. So I think it's uh, one of the things which couldn't be changed. The situation is feared to crypto in near right now. Yeah. Also, we connecting opportunity for our users to buy near for Solana, and now it's a the most popular way how new users buy near in here wallet because uh, it's uh, it's funny, but a lot of them has already other cryptocurrency and they don't want open Binance and change something for near, but they're able to send the Solana for address x x x. It's not about uh, so fiat, but it's a way how people uh, can buy cryptocurrency and start using new ecosystem if they are new in this space. And uh, probably it's also a decision to uh, to, to attach new users new. So yeah, yeah, um, that's that's pretty smart. I mean, that's product market fit for you. Um, but maybe um, kind of piggybacking on the point on commission that uh, Peter from here while it was talking about um, Eddie and, and uh, Rick I'd also love to hear more about how fiat on ramps work from Transic and on ramper and if you could also address the commission fee and this issue that has been raised that would also be great yeah so that's actually a very interesting one 
Um, I actually had a, a, a chat with Nearpay back at near Khan in Lisbon a couple of weeks ago. Jeez, the time is going really fast. But um, once again, to reiterate, I'm not an on-ramp. We aggregate them. Uh, and we actually look at three different topics, of which one is fees. So yes, definitely. Uh, there, there are countries where fees are very difficult to either lower them or whatever, uh, but it's also a thing with the overall performance. So right now at OnRamper, we really look at which of these different OnRamps, uh, Transact is obviously one of them, is going to be the best in any certain region. Um, because in the end, users don't like paying fees. No one likes to pay fees. I understand all that. But if you go through the whole buying flow, you've done your KYC, if, if it's the first time buying, et cetera, et cetera. And then at the end, your bank is declining the actual transaction. That's where people really bounce and, and leave your app. So what we have built is an algorithm that actually checks where is the user, what is he buying, what's the amount, what's the time of the day, and all these different data points. And based on that, we predict which on-ramp is going to be most suitable for him or her, resulting in a likely <laughs> the best possible uh, success rate. So that we combine obviously, obviously with lowest rates. Uh, and I'm quite sure that if Etienne speaks after me, that he'll say that he'd love to offer 0% fees, but that's just impossible because there's also still banks in the world. And unfortunately, centralized banks want to earn a lot of money. But I'll leave that to Etienne. Um, yeah, we look at coverage also with the emerging markets, Latin America, Northern Africa, um, Southeast Asia, combined with actual fees and fee sensitivity, as well as the overall performance and the highest possible success rate. Um, yeah, sure, exactly. Like, I guess uh, when you think about crypto, it's kind of uh, without boundaries. But uh, actually, regarding payment method, like each region has like the, the main one and most relevant one. And I think something at Transact that we've been um, working on for the, the past few years is increasing the number of um, having like a global coverage, but with local payment methods, um, because having the lowest fees uh, doesn't mean anything if you can't get your payment go through because maybe credit cards are not highly used in Latin America or Africa or else. Um, whereas like a more local payment um, might have like uh, better uh, success rates. And actually that's what we did. We have like more than 28 different payment methods uh, across Europe, UK, the US, um, in Southeast Asia. We launched like a few ones in the Philippines or Thailand uh, where uh, a big part of the NFT gaming community is um, also on the near system. Um, and also like in Latin, Latin America, like in Brazil and, and a few other countries. And that's actually something that uh, helps a lot with um, reducing the friction. So when a user is from Brazil, um, he checks Transac, he saw a common or really uh, well-used like payment method, he will most likely use it and maybe it will be like more frictionless, kind of like the Apple Pay experience um, you can have like in here wallet or like in, in other uh, wallet, like, like you were uh, talking before. Um, so yeah, actually having that um, helps help us a lot uh, increase our growth in these regions. And also about fees, um, I guess like, I would love to have zero fees, um, but as Rick said, it's kind of uh, tricky. Um, however, we have like a very transparent demo, uh, approach at Transact where from the first page, the user will um, see the fiat fees and the slippage if there is some. Um, usually we 
uh, have between zero and 0 0.5% slippage. So we don't have any hidden fees or hidden slippage that you might find an, um, in other wallets. Um, and as a um, aggregator, like uh, at OnRamp, I guess you, you might have this uh, tricky uh, problem to solve um, as uh, all providers don't have the same pricing strategy. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, like um, so coming from Web2 Wallet and also coming from Asia, I do feel like a lot of Asians are more comfortable with using e-wallet. Basically, it's quite popular among Asians and it's just more convenient when it comes to native integration with wallet app or whatever. It's easier, it's cheaper, it's quicker and you don't have to key in your card number or whatever, right? You can just quickly... um just quickly top up and just do the purchase. I think that's pretty great. Looking forward to integrate with Transact. Great, we're bringing projects together and creating partnerships uh, off the top. So that's great to hear. Uh, for the for Visa um, Transact and OnRamper, I'd love to hear, I mean, Rick, you mentioned you were a NIRCON. I imagine that was also the case for the rest of you as well. Where did the interest in NIR come from? Um, how does that fit in into the general strategy of your projects? And if you want to list a little bit about any recent integrations that you've had within the NIR ecosystem, please feel free to share at this time. All right, I'll, I'll kind of go first. Uh, yeah, I too was at NIRCON. Uh, you know, uh, that's actually where Oli and I uh, actually connected and I was able to see some of these other protocols uh, firsthand. Uh, the interest from NIR uh, came about actually from Solana. I was at a Solana conference last year and there was a lot of buzz about NIR from Solana developers as another protocol that was really, really worth um, looking at. And uh, our focus on our platform has always been on stable coins as a medium by which people can exchange their stable coins to um, fiat and uh, on-ramp into stable coins. We think that's just uh, just the best thing for Web3. And uh, when NIR launched USN in the early part of this year, we felt that was a game changer. So we started to really focus our development efforts on supporting USN as a coin of choice on our platform where people can swap out and swap into USN. So that's kind of our, um, you know, the solidity of the platform and the launch of the stable coin were the two uh, biggest factors that brought us onto uh, into the near ecosystem. And in terms of where we are in the development cycle, um, obviously we do um, enable USN to be exchanged for up to 45 countries and uh, 20 currencies on our platform, but we're trying to um, expand our integration with more wallets. And so uh, we have near wallet that we obviously have on our platform. Um, and uh, a few other wallets uh, should be announced shortly. So we're trying to work with these other ecosystem players uh, to enable that on their wallets, they can actually uh, have a cash out button that's linked to our API so that users of that wallet can convert their NAIR and USN into fiat currencies. Brilliant. Um, Transac or OnRamper, would you like to take it next? Sure thing. Um... Rick here on Ramper. Uh, so, yes, for us, from a business development perspective, ecosystems are great as a whole. So that's that's one. Uh, but I think, in all honesty, it was actually Sam from the Near Foundation in the US that reached out to us initially um, from a, from a tech perspective because 
we, we currently have an X number of on-ramps integrated already, but as we are agnostic, anyone is welcome to join. Please do know that our roadmap is also quite cluttered, so it might take a while before everyone is there. Um, but it also allows near to, to ask others, like, hey, if you want to join, reach out to on-ramp run. You'll be integrated via that way. So it's actually going to be uh, my near wallet. Um, that's uh, that's the next integration we're uh, we're looking at, and then like with Transac, uh, we're also working together with Aurora, Tricolaris, Polaris, talking to Sweatcoin. So yeah, there's a there's a whole bunch of projects already within the ecosystem that we're uh, engaged with, which I think is super cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean the ecosystem is growing, and and of course, like as fiat norms, we. Um, as uh, Rick said, like we welcome new ecosystem and uh, we know like Fiat ramps are a way uh, for growth and to easily onboard user into a new ecosystem and uh, really use it, uh, whether it's uh, NFT or DeFi or gaming uh, use case. Um, as for Transact, we recently uh, natively integrate uh, Aurora ecosystem. So we can now like uh, provide uh, on and soon off ramp as well um, in, the, in the Aurora uh, chain. Um, as for like wallets, DeFi or NFT projects, we are, we are on Paras, Ref Finance, um, Sender Wallet, Trust Wallet, uh, they, they, and uh, many more to come uh, according to the ecosystem development. So really happy to see the, the number of partners that is growing and the incentive to build on near uh, that, has gro that are uh, growing as well um, so that we can uh, hear about more projects and uh, support them in the, the quest to uh, onboard users. Before we move on to Connect, because I do want to give everyone enough time to talk about their projects, I do have a very, uh, I am very curious about the other side of fiat on ramps, which is the fiat off ramp side, where you can take your crypto and cash out using your protocol. Is this already a uh, live on your protocol, be viable or upcoming? What are some challenges and is this something that we can expect? I, I would like to ask this. Yeah, we're live. Uh, we've been live for about, uh, with USN for about two months now, since just around Aircon. And uh, yeah, users are able to um, convert up to four to five countries on five continents uh, into bank accounts, mobile money wallets, and e-cash as well. Uh, we just don't do cash outs in terms of like get cash over the counter, but that might happen um, in our roadmap in 2023. And uh, you know, so like the challenges of off-ramping, uh, it's just the lead time and finding um, willing fintech or banking partners in the countries that we're working with who will um, take our model and feel that it's compliant with the regulatory environment and uh, building the API interconnect with us. Um, On-ramps can take between six months to 24 months uh, per country. So it's, it's a very time-consuming process. Got it, but it's already live. And if I wanted to take out my USN and go through my local bank account, potentially that could be the case given I fit within the country list. Correct, yes, yes. We already have- Okay, awesome. Right now, yes. Okay, brilliant. And for you, Etienne, at Transec, or Rick at OnRamper? Yeah, so um, we also have an off-ramp live, actually two or three. Um, I do, however, invite anyone that can help me expand on this. 
So the guy over at Bitside definitely want to have a chat. Uh, because right now it's still limited in terms of both fiat currencies as well as cryptocurrencies. And with us, payout is only done to uh, to bank accounts at, at this stage. But it's definitely live. And I do also see a, a growing demand from uh, from wallets, DEXs, etc. Anyone, really. <laughs> so, yes, very much a hot topic. Yes, and something that uh, our team are working on as well. So currently it's live for 30 plus assets across like L1s and L2s. Uh, unfortunately, not near nor uh, Aurora, but uh, that's uh, maybe a, a next steps. Uh, but uh, currently you can offer them from Ethereum, Mainnet, Polygon, Avalanche, uh, BNB and, and other networks. And uh, uh, from directly using bank transfer. So not card, but uh, we use like instant bank transfer across like Europe and the UK. Uh, so you can receive fiat uh, within a few minutes. Um, rolling up like in other regions might take a little bit more time, but uh, due to regulation, but that's definitely something uh, on our plates. And Rick, I, I imagine as an aggregator, this is something that depends on the off on ramps that you're directly working with, whether they provide the off ramp service or not, or is that something that on ramp or takes care of as well? No, we literally only aggregate, so we don't offer an off ramp or or an on ramp ourselves. Okay, got it. Perfect. Well, I I think we'll save some time to share a little bit of detail of the roadmap later if we have time. Uh, after covering the rest of the guests. But thank you so much for sharing your insights about what happens on the Fiat on-ramps through Bitsa, Transic, and on-ramper. Uh, moving on, I'd love to have Ollie from Connect Now uh, and introduce a little bit about your project. Could we... <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, well, welcoming Ollie with a round of applause. Could we maybe start by uh, introducing the concept of remittance and what is the global market size and demand for the remittance industry at the moment? Thanks, Rib. Um, thanks for a round of applause. Uh, so the global remittance industry is about $650 billion a year. Um, you know, obviously, like we're, we're a social impact company. So for us, it's uh, remittance is a key supporter of families and economies in emerging markets. It's bigger than aid, it's bigger than foreign direct investment, and it's, it's consistent. So even through COVID and financial crashes, people still send money home to support their families. And the the area we're looking at is the, is the unbanked um, end of the market, which is people using Western Union at the moment, really. It's people who move country and don't have a bank account, so can't... Uh, do a bank transfer or use an e-wallet, for example. So as a, as a B2B provider, we traditionally over the last few years have been providing um, a cash-in facility. So a person in Ireland can lodge cash into an e-wallet in Kenya, for example, or they can pay, make a cash payment in, in London for, for an electricity bill in Ghana. So that's what we've been doing over the last couple of years. Um, what we're doing now is... Um, um, tokenizing our settlements so we can we can get the money faster to families and, and cheaper. Uh, the, the cash end of the market is about $100 billion a year. Um, and that 
depending on what country you're in, you're looking at about 9%, 9.5% fee to send cash with a, with a mobile transfer office, which is obviously an outrageous fee, which is where our social impact comes in. Um, on the on-ramp part, I mean, we, we, we're, we can provide on-ramp in terms of actual physical cash where somebody goes down to their local shop and scans a barcode and hands uh, euros over a counter or $100 or 100 naira, whatever they're, they're, they're sending. Um, we also have, um, especially for Africa, we've, we've quite a, uh, um, an established off-ramp as well into bank accounts, into mobile money accounts, M-Pesa, Kenya. So um, I'll, I'll be contacting everybody here afterwards with, uh, with more information about our, our, our on and off-ramping. Um, but in terms, of, in terms of remittance, that's, that's what we're doing. We're, we're, our, our mission is to make remittances, cash remittances, cheaper, uh, faster for, for families. Um, and uh, uh, an obvious step for us really was to was to tokenize that and move away from using traditional channels to, to send funds internationally. I, I absolutely love that um, in terms of the concept and, I, and also the focus on social impact and that you're empowering families who need to send money overseas in order to support uh, each other. I would love to get a little bit more into detail about some of the problems that you mentioned currently within the remittance market. Um, you mentioned, on the one hand, the fee side of things, um, and I think you also uh, mentioned the unbanked. And I would love to map that on to why you are bringing blockchain as a solution. So maybe if you could kind of give us a little bit of a breakdown into how blockchain plays a role and how tokenizing settlement actually works on Connect and what it's exactly solving one-to-one. -one. would love to have that high-level overview. Sure. So, you know, now when we do a transaction, you know, when, when a person goes into that shop in, in, in Dublin and puts 100 euros over the counter, we have a a settlement process that uses either financial institutions or banks, um, you know, which is expensive and which can take days for the money to get there. Um, so the, the tokenizing it will be, will be operational for us so that the consumer will still go into a shop with their hundred euros and the family member will still receive money, whether it's shillings or Naira into an e-wallet or a bank account or a payment in, in wherever the family is from. But the settlement behind the scenes operationally, we will be um, using a, a USDC um, to, to complete that transaction. So as I said at the start, our first partner is Swap Pizza. So we're going to be working with Columbia and his team to, um, our, our first market is going to be remitting money uh, to, in and out of Nigeria um, with, <clears throat> with, 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 that, with that platform. So for, for us, phase one, it's operational. So it's behind the scenes. It's just making it faster and cheaper to get the funds there. Phase two, then we, we are releasing um, Connect as a as a token as well, um, a utility token. So we will be available on an exchange, where you know the the, the more the Web three enabled migrant will be able to just buy Connect and send it directly to a family member. But then um, that's 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 the next phase, which is next year, phase one, which will be starting hopefully as soon as next week. Um, we'll we'll be settling transactions or, or using um, tokens um, operationally for ourselves. So when you're talking about phase one and sort of the the platform and the settlement being behind the scenes, from the user perspective, um, when I put in 100 euros in this Dublin shop, am I creating a wallet? Am I just giving cash and the vendor will be helping out with the tokenization process? What does this look like? I'm very curious about the actual step-by-step -step that goes into this. 
So for, for a consumer making that transaction today and a consumer making it next week when it's being settled in crypto, they won't know any different. Uh, they don't have to create a wallet. Um, so we're a B2B to platform. So um, so our, our cash-in network, like I said, is we've got 48 countries with cash-in, physical cash-in, where you can go to a physical place with, with, with cash and hand it over. Um, and we're connected then to e-wallets, banks, billers, e-commerce all across Africa, um, and Latin America. So um, we're, we're a B2B service. So, you know, when, when, when a person's paying an electricity bill in Ghana, um, they don't see the settlements behind the scenes. So they still will log on to one of our partner apps um, to select an electricity bill in Ghana. We want to pay this bill uh, for my family. I'm paying it in cash in Ireland. Um, just the settlement behind the scenes goes faster to make sure that the, the, the account is topped up quickly. Uh, and the same for e-wallets and the same for banks. Um, the, the settlement process is definitely been a, a blocker for us in terms of um, um, our, our, our of having to float transactions basically for, for f- up to seven days sometimes. So um, that can be a, a heavy overhead to carry that. With, with, with tokenizing it, we can do the transactions instantly. So um, we're not we're not carrying that float, or nobody has carried the float. Our merchants don't have to carry the float, for example. Wow! So you're you're actually saying that you can move um, the transaction process from a seven day process to an instantaneous settlement. Um, and what about on the commission fee side? How uh, I'm sorry, about on the fee transaction fee side, uh, how much are you reducing? Uh, do you already have an estimate for this? Uh, well, our our, our fees. Now we're three point five percent. So again, to compare that to sending cash with Western Union is nine point five percent. So that's that's a big saving um, with, with a migrant saving sending an average of two hundred euros a month, um, twelve times a year is, is the average remittance for for a migrant. Um, so I mean that 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 saving is a, a significant difference for a family in Senegal or 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 Mumbai. Um, so. Obviously, we have a physical cash collection network, so our big fee, uh, our big cost is collecting the cash and, and aggregating partners and getting that cash to us. So, so um, we our 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 stated mission is to drive down these costs as much as possible. So we we operate on as as a small a margin as we can. So we are uh, a social impact, but we are for profit. We we very strongly believe that we can drive impact um, by offering the best value to migrants and and, and getting as much money. Getting as much of their money home as possible, and less tied up in fees. Um, so the, the 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 settlements end of that transaction allows will allow us to to reduce those fees more. And with regards to choosing near as the blockchain of choice for your operation, could we ask about why it was near and maybe not another blockchain? Um, yeah, well, there's there's two. Distinct reason. So one of our non-exec directors, uh, Pete Townsend, um, is the MD of Techstars in Ireland. Um, and his feedback from the, 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 the cohort that started in February this year, uh, made 120 applications and over 50% were building on NIR. And the feedback from him was that the word from the developers was very strong in supporting NIR, um, which was key. And the other part, the other element was was the ecosystem um, that we see here, and uh, and the the what what the Near Foundation are doing, and and the level of support for for startups or for 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 projects launching on Near, um, and 
as as can be mentioned, myself and I met at Neocon recently, so it's only a month since Neocon, but we've signed agreements and integrations under underway. So there's a very uh, proactive market of uh, near companies. So it was those two two elements were were the key um, decision makers. Brilliant. Well, I'm really happy to hear that you're using Near and bringing this service to migrants all over the world. Um, as a final question, would like to ask. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, but I I was going to ask about what your um, what are the main challenges when it comes to implementing something like this across uh, across these regions? Would you say that legislation or onboarding people to onboarding businesses to understand the crypto and the blockchain element is the most difficult. What are some of the challenges that you're facing? Uh, I think, well, the big challenges for us, yes, is we're, so in terms of legislation, so we're a, we're a tech platform. We're not actually a, a payments institution. So we, we provide our tech to, to companies to accept payments. Um, um, but perception, I think, is a big problem we have. So for the last five years, we've been um, uh, operating in the cash world. And obviously, there's a, a perception around cash that um, if you're using cash, you're some sort of a criminal. Um, and now we're tokenizing that system. And there's also perception around cryptocurrency that um, if you're using cryptocurrency, you're some sort of a criminal as well. So we're, we're, we're blending these two markets. Um, so we do get um, a lot of pushback from compliance departments about, about our model. And, and we can explain it very well once we get to talk to the compliance departments, but it, that, that is one of the biggest issues we have um, is perception, you know. So we're, we're, we're very clear on who the market is and um, that the, the consumer is, is identified in KYC, and AML, et cetera, because all, all our transactions go into an account. They don't go to an individual. It's not a peer-to-peer transaction. Um, so... Um, I would think that would be the biggest blocker for us over the year, especially when you're talking to investors and um, um, you know VCs uh, that don't understand the cash world. Yep, that makes total sense. Well, thank you so much for sharing us, um, your side of the story and enlightening us about what Connect is doing to basically fix the problems that exist within the current global remittance system. Next, we'll be moving on to the wallets. We have Here Wallet, Meteor Wallet, and Leap Wallet, which are about to launch or either just launched on near mainnet. And we're very excited to see what they're bringing to the wallet space. So just to give a little bit of context, if you joined us last time, in the last Twitter space, I think we had my near wallet on and also um, maybe the Pagoda team to discuss a little bit about the Near Web Wallet, which is the default wallet right now on Near Sunsetting, and now it's being replaced by a whole host of new third-party wallets that are giving all a little bit of a different thing to the ecosystem. So I would love to take the time right now and go through each of you guys and hear what's the specific approach that you are taking with regard to the Near Wallet question, and do you have some kind of angle or focus that differentiates you from the others? Whoever wants to start, please go ahead. Uh, I'm happy to start. Thank you. Uh, so we will hear wallet. It's the first mobile wallet, which is available in iOS and App Store uh, for users. It's not custodial wallet, and uh, you can use your near ecosystem project inside. So it's important. It's not like just token holding. You can sign transaction, 
you can see a list of wrapped tokens inside, you can swap them, you can connect this wallet to any other website. Uh, in the future, we focus more on the super simple user experience and we want it for users it look like bank account. So it's uh, actually we have like non-blocking staking inside. It's a little less APY, but it's working absolutely background for users. They can sign any transactions, make any transfer, and the wallet will be automatically and take the money in the ground and send it with zero commission fee. And they have our own staking protocol to provide it right now. And uh, now the 70% of users stake inside here wallet, but average in the ecosystem is 15% because it's super simple experience. It's that, that's just an example how actually users ready to use the difficult concept and uh, diff diff difficult projects in Web3 if they have super pretty interface and uh, they have super nice user experience. Because before they need to open the website with some liquid staking and stake it, wait sometimes and pay commission and they do transactions. It's super useful. Yeah, so um, actually at the same time, we have super simple transfer inside. Like you can send money by phone number in better version right now and it will be available in the prod really soon. So you can send money to any of your friends of your contact list in one click and you will send to them stable coin uh, or near and uh, even if he, he even don't have no crypto wallet, he will receive message. He can use data from the message to unlock this money from the smart contract and uh, start to be crypto users. They have uh, username link drop and they send the first money for users to create account, super simple. And uh, all the steps help us to create the maximum conversation of people to Web3 users right now. So when we curate our flow, creating account, uh, the first one will lose 25% of users who try to start using account. Right now, we lose only 10% of users who like, can't can, can save seed or have some problem with onboarding. And we continue to rate. So in the future, it will be like super bank account, super simple bank account experience, transfer, no, no fees, uh, APY, USDS main currency, and there will be near Web3 features in the background. And uh, it's the goal. So right now we're available in App Store. Users can use it. And I think it's a, like the most soft experience with the wallets. You don't, you don't think about a lot of problems which are actually working background here. Uh, and uh, we integrated some projects inside. Like as soon as there will be integration with the MetaPool and with the Burr. And they will be able inside the wallet in one click for users as I was taking right now. And uh, it's much more comfortable to use it in one click than open the website, connect it, and do anything. Right? In the, uh, the 10 times more the personal mobile phones and, and the laptop in general. So uh, sure, it, it should uh, all the apps should have to be integrated in some mobile wallets. Yeah, so now we continue to rate. Uh, we will add more Web2 features, which we will build on Web3. And uh, uh, news here. <laughs> 100%. So just as a quick summary, it sounds like for Here Wallet, some of the main features are that it's a mobile wallet. You are integrating apps so that all of the services and interactions you can do within the wallet without having to leave it. And also there's a focus on user experience and UI. Next, Leap Wallet, would you like to give us a breakdown of what your approach is to the near wallet question? Hey, sure, thanks, Lim. Uh, so, 
before the internet history about us so we have been in the wallet building space in the for last one year we started you know building a wallet around custodial wallet for terra and then export uh, expanded to cosmos right and we were one of the first ones to start building the whole pieces of a requirement of a super wallet right so one stop gateway for anything that a user want to do in a, on, a, on a blockchain and we have the same goal for near as well we want to be that one stop gateway for everything near defi dapps nfts on ramp off ramp end to end user we want to integrate within our wallet and provide that one unified experience and our approach for this goal is always being you know build for the user whatever is the problem that the user is facing build for them right so when we started building on near we found out that very really important use cases like you know one place to view portfolio value view all the nfts that the user owns you know portfolio split by all the defi dapps that are there on near and uh, and easy to read activity all of these features are not well solved so that's why we decided to start with building leapboard uh, which is our one stop web solution dashboard for all of these features right which we release in very soon and uh, the idea is this dashboard building experience should help us build like a cash wallet uh, which can be start and release in the coming months so that's the idea you know leap to become the one stop gateway for near So yeah, amazing. Thank you. Uh, next, Meteor Wallet. Hey, oh, thanks. So um, at Meteor, we believe although we want Wallet to be big, but right now we believe people are using Wallet as a tool. So a tool helps users to solve their problems or help them to do their tasks, and a good tool makes the process simpler and more enjoyable. So we believe, like most most of the people right now on here, they are using wallet to send funds, to sign transactions, and they often do this very frequently. As a wallet, we want to make sure all these features or core functions are actually user friendly and really really simple to use. So we put a lot of time and effort focusing on. Making sure all these features are just good, better, or like even really makes user enjoy when they send a fund or, or like when they do staking or like swapping. Like for example, um, for example, right now when you go to Meteor Wallet, you go into an, your NFT immediately. You'll be able to see how many NFT you have in total and what are the total floor price. We just let you know at first glance, and also I think like some. Kind of basic, but also important feature that we provide is transaction history because wallet is a tool, and users still want to, you know, see their transaction history, want to know what they have done, and I think it's still kind of lacking on near right now. But on Meteor, you can go into your transaction history. We tell you what token you sent, what token you received, swap you have done, and then NFT you sold, you offer, you listed. And also another thing is when you sign transactions, we also tell you exactly what assets you're sending out. So instead of you know just signing random contract, knowing what function you're calling, we also tell you like by signing this transaction, what are you actually sending out. So for all these core features, we really want to give the best user experience to users. So near because wallet itself is the front door. Whatever user do with one L one, they always have to go through wallet. So a good wallet experience basically is kind of already like the L one experience. If users themselves enjoy sending transactions or at least feel less troublesome doing all these things, then it's a big win for all of us. And um, so another thing that we kind of really care about is security. So right now we definitely do encrypted private key for sure. 
And then we allows you to manage permissions in the wallet, whatever um, sort of like smart contract that you grant a permission, you can revoke them. And a very important thing that Near actually has, but we haven't really looked into is allowing users to change their seed phrase or private key. So whenever you feel sort of your wallet might be compromised, like what happened on slow, right? So everyone will be like, oh shit, man, I need to take care of my wallet now. I better be able to change my private key. You can really do that. So that's not available yet, but in next few days, we're going to make an announcement and you'll be able to really take care of your wallet. Um, yeah, so that's about Meteor. Yeah, amazing. So kind of picking up on, well, just quick summary. So with Leap Near, uh, Leap Wallet, we have the focus on the creative super wallet. But right now, in terms of the product development, sounds like they started with the Leap Board, which is kind of the all-in-one dashboard and analytics for um, your Near portfolio, essentially. And then with Meteor, you have the focus on improving the user experience in their everyday interactions with the blockchain, um, giving users the tools that they want, and also this focus on security. Well, speaking on security, I would also love to hear from Here Wallet and Leap Wallet about your approaches to wallet security. Is there something that you're particularly focused on, maybe you're um, keen on taking audits or education, maybe you're also keen on um, giving permission to users to update their seed phrases. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this matter. Peter or, um, yeah, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, so at Leap, user security has always been our top priority, right? So basically the way we look at it is we have base level security features. Uh, for example, we never we are in non-custodial wallet, which means we never save your keys. We don't have access to any of a user's funds. And we never, uh, we always save the, uh, a user key is always encrypted and saved on the local storage. So it doesn't, everyone else outside uh, external users, external folks won't be able to access that. Right, so these base level features are always going to be there. For example, when you're launching your mobile apps, the biometric signings are always going to be there, right? So we consider this as a minimum level of security we need to provide to users. Along with it, we also keep adding these smaller security features, for example, hiding seed phrase when they're in during the onboarding phase and you know, auto lot timer, etc. So that you know we can stop shoulder surfing, uh, etc. And uh, along with this, we have we work with Halbon team to continuously audit our code and you know understand this up to date. Uh, uh, security practices and we implement that. So that learning curve has already started for us since we were building since a year on wallet space. And we definitely intend to bring that on to near, where we are building on near wallet as well, yeah. Brilliant, thank you. Here wallet? Yeah, um, we also have no custodial wallet and uh, we store all private key inside your phone in uh, Apple Keychain. It's pretty security and uh, there was a lot of audit about it and no one can, can hack it even if you lose iPhone. Also, when you sign any transaction in the web interface, we you, you should scan QR code. We will send the data of the transaction in the phone. It will be signed inside the application and sent from it to blockchain. So no one site which connect your wallet and no extension, no browser, browser resources don't have your private key here. And it's much more security because there was a lot of incident when some Local storage of the browser is not actually encrypted. And if you have any any hacker program with your 
laptop, it all will be stolen. In, in your mobile phone, it's much more security and uh, uh, all transactions providing across your wallet. So also we are now we are doing audit of security of your wallet is secure to it. And uh, when we will finish it, we will prepare and can publish code in open source. And uh, it will be second open source public, uh, like uh, it will be the first open source mobile wallet in the near and uh, probably after minor wallet it will be the, like, the biggest open source project. Even the center is not open source. We think it's very important that people can see what's really happened with the finance inside and uh, which contract, which project can using inside. And, uh, yeah. Also, uh, now we have our own RPC node and uh, it helps us to be most abilities in the other wallets because new RPC nodes sometimes are pretty slowly. It's uh, there's a malicious here wallet is own RPC node, which two or three times faster and uh, 99.9% available. Great. Um, I'm really happy to hear that there has been substantial thought that has been gone into wallet security in a little bit different ways from each of the wallets. So definitely do your own research and find the wallet that is most suitable for your likings when it comes to security. Um, let's go over. I think we're running a bit short on time. I, I would love to give everyone here a chance to share a little bit about their roadmap. Um, let's start with the wallet projects because we have been having this conversation from your side you know just give us a rundown of the development so far and what can we look forward to in your roadmap for the rest of the year and maybe even looking forward to early next year so i guess i'll go first um for us we're gonna get swapping and staking done by this month and then soon the next focus is gonna be on delivering the mobile apps because that's still how most of the users today access their crypto. I think it's really important to be available on mobile phone. Although right now you'll be able to use it on browser, um, sorry, mobile browser, but I think having it native on the phone would be more important. And then on next year, before the second quarter, we do plan to support Aurora as well, because right now for us, Aurora is a great ecosystem. There are like a lot of DeFi growing over there, but it just sort of like fragmented. So it would, it will be great if users can easily navigate between these two siblings chain and also access to different DeFi opportunity. Okay, um, I, uh, I guess in a second. Uh, our next step will be adding the phone number transfer. I, I guess it will be finished under the first November. And uh, the next we will be adding the swap in production via Tonic Dex, they are our main one right now. Then we will add a few other products. We will add Borrow, we will add Pembroke inside here wallet under the 1st December. And the next iteration will be to iterate the UI, iterate the some features to the most web to similar. Also, uh, in the next year, we are going to add the NFT gallery and the real goods marketplace inside. So you will be able to buy some gift card, you will be able to buy some goods inside here wallet for new protocol in the, our local marketplace and uh, it will be full turnover of cryptocurrency will be around it will be here so you can receive it by message by gods here or uh, by gift card for amazon and uh, our goal is after one year that uh, you we will able to provide all finance inside here even web2 well, powerful coaching 
so in terms of a roadmap our first priority is to launch a libboard uh, right which will happen sometime by the end of this week and it will launch with support to both near and aurora uh, we have already integrated uh, uh, wallet selector model which is a best practice right now for all the apps so that is already integrated and will also launch with our nft gallery where users can see their nfts that they have in their account along with floor prices features so on so forth on the nft gallery side and we also showing you know portfolio split by tokens and also adding these defi dapps investments right ref finance borrow all the liquid staking protocols like metapool stader linear etc right so that's one another big feature that we're launching and finally our dashboard is going to go live with tg telegram notifications the users can enter their telegram id and their wallet uh near address account and we will read the on chain data corresponding to that wallet and send notifications to keep you know keep users alerted on their activity so that's that's our mvp right which will happen in the next one week now beyond that the idea is to uh, uh do do it in two steps one is add more native integrations to our dashboard which is you know uh, in dashboard swaps staking uh farms probably nft marketplaces as well as uh, all the liquid staking protocol that's our first step and also add more social and discovery features features like discover daos nft projects follow others accounts you know see if if you are interested in any user their their on chain activity on near you can just follow and we will keep reminding whenever there is a big transaction from that account right so add this start adding this social and identity features as well and of course like i said mobile app is our priority and we will be that will be the third thing which will be working in parallel so yeah it's a it's a for building guys and building with the near community uh we're always looking for feedback and inputs from the community so again feel free to dm us and we will build that whatever feature you want for you yeah amazing uh let's open up the roadmap question to everyone else here i think connect may be dropped out uh, that's too bad but we still have bisa we still have transact on ramper would love to hear from you guys about what your roadmap looks like for the rest of this year and maybe even q1 Okay, uh, I I can just jump in first there. Uh, we're laser focused on giving our user base the different and multiple ways to access our platform. So we are expanding the number of wallets until there's a global wallet provider out there, which we don't see that happening anytime soon. We want people to be able to access our platform uh, as efficiently and easily as possible. So integrations with as many wallet providers as we can. um do would be really wonderful and then the uh next thing we are also um laser focused on in concurrency is off ramping number of countries uh right now we're just sh- um shy of 50 countries we expect to be at 100 countries uh somewhere by the end of Q1 into Q2 of 2023 so uh you know really give you global coverage uh be that um largest and most uh, d- um say dominant but most uh well covered Uh, off-ramp uh, partner that you can find and for your near assets. Brilliant. Really looking forward to that. And Etienne, maybe you'd like to go next? Um sure. Um so for Transac, so we will aim to increase uh, global coverage for on and off-ramp and we also have like a few other features that will uh, be enabled. So Um actually Fiat on Ramps is great but uh, what is better is still uh, aiming at reducing more and more steps for the end user. So we already released like Transac 1 which is a Fiat to smart contract. So instead of topping up a wallet with crypto, 
um, we are able to directly interact with a smart contract on behalf to the, uh, of the user wallet address. Um, so there is a few use cases that uh, can be enabled, such as uh, uh, you could stack directly stable coins um, from your fiat. So we would do directly, we would pay for gas, we would sign the different transaction. Uh, we could uh, purchase an NFT on your behalf and send, send it to, to your user wallet address. Um, so that's what we are in the, working on currently with uh, partners to, um, to, to uh, go live with the, this feature. Um, and that's uh, or that takes uh, some time. So um, that's it for for us. And finally, Rick. Yeah, I think I'm left. It's a bit of a cliche, but we're also really aiming for uh, more more on ramp and off ramp coverage. Uh, however, that's not only us. So uh, we're uh, actively recruiting uh, partners and also uh, evaluating them. Um, next to Obviously, coverage, uh, we are uh, full focus on removing friction within the whole buying journey and making sure that our dynamic routing engine actually works. So uh, we need data, we need uh, customers um, to help us uh, fuel that engine and make sure that the predictive algorithms get smarter and smarter. Great. Before we wrap up, I want to very quickly allow everyone to make a call to action to the near community and the larger ecosystem at large. Maybe you're looking for projects to integrate with. Maybe you're looking for partnerships right now with all of the wallets and on ramps here. Uh, maybe you're just asking for the community to download your app and try it out. Whatever it is, let's just take a quick few seconds to say what we want to say and close up the space. So whoever feels comfortable, please go ahead. So I'll just go first. Um, hey guys, just give Media Wallet a try and I'm sure you'll never turn, turn back. Um, we recently launched a early user NFT collection. And uh, if you will, uh, will try the Here Wallet after, uh, after this call, and uh, if you will start staying 10 years, you will text me in DM, you will share me your username, you, will, you can send me that uh, you hear me in the uh, near week uh, near, near week event, and uh, we will give you early user NFT, which gives you a lot of adventure in uh, here wallet. Welcome. Yep. Uh, hello, hello, everyone. Uh, uh, we'll launch your leap board sometime very soon. And uh, we have a sign up uh, link in our bio, so please do sign up for getting early access. And also to the developers in the ecosystem, we do want to partner with as many near projects as possible. So let's get in touch and get this done. Yeah, thank you. All right. From my side, um, anyone who needs an on ramp or off ramp, hit, hit up, uh, let me know. Um, I'd love to work with anyone in the ecosystem. Uh, HN, you already know, I actually partied with some of you guys in, in, in Bogota last week, but any other off-ramp, on-ramp uh, that, is, that is on here, uh, do make sure to reach out to me. I'd love to see whether we can work together later on. Cheers. Are, yeah. are your DMs open, Rick? Uh, that's a very good question. I'll double check. We'll make sure to open it up. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, from our standpoint, again, if you guys are looking for that um, seamless off-ramp uh, into, you know, native currencies, uh, native mobile money wallets, you know, definitely check us out. You know, we are uh, we're trying to be that, you know, wise Western Union and revolute for Web3. So, you know, love you guys to partner with us or just from a retail perspective, just use our platform, swap.bitser.com. Last but and, not least, Etienne. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Um, so yeah, you can reach out to me like uh, at Etienne at transact.com. And uh, if you're looking to onboard uh, easily um, user and like facilitate the onboarding experience like into your app, uh, whether you're near Aurora or any other chains that uh, we support or will support. So thanks for listening and uh, for having us. Thank you. I'll also um, plug real quick on behalf of Connect. Uh, if you're looking to make global remittance payments uh, and you need something uh, to connect, you know, Dublin to Ghana or Mumbai to Seoul, please consider using Connect. It seems like they're launching their blockchain part very soon. Um, and thank you, everyone, and every all of the projects that have joined us today. Check the, check them out. Um, a lot of them are launching soon. A lot of them are already live. These are going to improve your blockchain experience and DeFi experience on Near. And shout out again to Near Week for hosting a great monthly DeFi space again and giving us the space to show our projects. And thank you everyone for joining. We'll catch you next time when we're joined by some other sexy projects for the November DeFi space. So thank you. Thanks, Rem. Thanks, Rem. Thanks, Take care, everyone. Thanks, Rem. Bye.